Well, Paul, this is a real treat because not only do we have on the line now one of uh, the AFL's premier ruckmen, but a real crowd favourite from the Brisbane Lions, Oscar McInerney, is joining us this morning. Morning, Oscar. How are you? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Go oh, delighted you. to have you. As you say, real crowd favourite as uh, well of one of the uh, league's finest ruckmen. Uh, things um, uh, sort of settle down after the excitement, uh, albeit the disappointment of uh, Sunday. Oscar, you sort of back and uh, moved on from that game and getting ready for this Sunday? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much exactly spot on. Um, the way Fag sort of sets up our week, we sort of review our games Monday, Tuesday, and then start switching our uh, attention now um, to Sunday against the Blues. Oscar, when you uh, were out there at the MCG playing, Richmond, obviously you were in control to control at half time. Was there a particular moment in the game where you thought to yourself, geez, we're in a bit of trouble here. We, we better <laughs> change things up quickly or we could be losing these four points. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was. A, as you probably be aware, it was quite a funny game, sort of ebbs and flows of um, both ball movement and emotion. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely a big momentum shift where we sort of um, needed to change things. But we still always felt that we were in the game and in control. So um, it was really interesting viewing, doing our review on Monday to see how um, we we're going to be able to stem teams when they get those momentum runs and how we can try and capitalise more on momentum runs when we get them as well. And Oscar, you know, when that sort of game finishes, obviously there's a disappointment of losing and that's, uh, you know, part and parcel of sport. You, you win a lot, you, you lose games as well. But do you think, geez, that was a good game. It was enjoyable uh, and it was close and it was fun. It was a high stand at the MCG in a, in a you know, one of the famous stadiums, big crowd. Do, do you enjoy it or is the disappointment the overriding sort of emotion? Yeah, de- disappointment definitely overrides it, but Definitely for me, and I know a lot of the boys growing up as mad footy fans, to, to be out on the MCG on a Sunday Arvo in that prime yeah. time slot, um, it's definitely a dream come true. And hearing 60,000 fans, although probably more so yelling for yellow and black, it is definitely a really cool experience and a uh, good experience and learning opportunity for our, our young group who don't get to get to the MCG too often. Mm. Now, Oscar, as you said, your week's set up uh, specifically by Chris Fagan and the coaching staff. So you did your review, you move on quickly. We saw great scenes at training on Tuesday. All the boys there in their junior Guernseys. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it's nearly my favourite day of the year, getting all the boys in the, um, the junior jumper, seeing them all pull on, especially the boys when they've come in as young, six, skinny 18-year-olds and they've been in the system for four or five years and they've got some muscle on the The things are nearly painted <laughs> on at that site. But uh, I'm sure they love looking in the mirror. <laughs> And did you, you're a Casey Demons man, weren't you? Is there, did you manage to dust off one of your old jerseys? Yeah, I had the um, the Croydon Footy Club jump, jump around where I played all my junior footy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it was really cool to pull that on. I uh, wouldn't have worn it a few years, so, yeah. We, we had Johnny Ralph on yesterday, and we, we made mention that Joey Danaher had the Brisbane Broncos jersey on. He said he thought it was because he wouldn't have been game to turn up at an Essendon Guernsey to training. Yeah, Joe, I don't. I don't think it was the SLC. I think I think he's a self-proclaimed number one ticket holder at the Bronx. I don't know if that's an official <laughs> title or a self-given title, but yeah. So he's just spruiking his his uh, ambassadorial role. <laughs> now you say uh, the reviews done early in the week, then you move on to Carlton. How much time do you spend viewing their game against the Crows from last week? Uh, a little bit, but it's sort of the, the coaches are they're an incredible group, really, about how they go about preparing that. They sort of don't just plan off one game. They'll, 
be Mark Stone, who's um, doing our oppo and that. He'd be preparing for like the last month, so he'd be looking at trends, stats, champion data, information, and um, really, it's a phenomenal industry. Like something that I'd, I never even really experienced or understood what coaches go to prepare for a game. So. Um, they'll, they'll definitely take some out of the Crowies game, but they're the big games where uh, they'll see that we want to move the ball like or not move the ball like, and they'll pull examples from that in previous games as well. Well, one thing I think that we can safely say they'll take from the Adelaide Crows game is an absolute determination to turn it around and win this weekend. So it's always dangerous playing against a, a good team that has had an unexpected loss. Yeah, too right. They'll, they'll be incredibly hungry, but the Crows were incredibly hungry too. So I, I suppose that's the fundamentals of footy at the moment now is just that will to hunt and run um, to show up and win each contest. Um, that's going to take you quite a while, far away. And then game plans are still icing on top, really. Oscar, how's Zach Bailey pulled up from that stint in hospital the other night? Is he all OK? Yeah, he was <laughs> He was a great energy buzzer for us. And to see him on Tuesday already providing the energy and humming around like with speed, <laughs> he's phenomenal. Yeah, so he seems really good at the moment. Um, he trained full noise, so hopefully that's all, all positive for us. And Oscar, just on a, a general note in terms of Ruckman, I mean, Ruckman, uh, like no other player on the ground, has two distinct roles. Obviously, they've got to play around the ground, but also there's the, you know, stoppage work with the tapping and that sort of thing. You're 28 now. When would you expect to be sort of hitting your peak? I mean, does it take you a long time to learn all the aspects of being a Ruckman? Yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting debate because you always hear that Ruckman hit their, their peak a bit later. Um, I suppose everyone's different. Um, coming from a different pathway system, mm. you still feel like you're going to continually learning. I feel every game, and I think every ruckman will do the same. Every game, because he's such a unique position, you sort of learn from every game because you're in so many contests. You're versed in so many different types of beasts that have so many different types of assets. You're kind of trying to always add to your kit bag and trying to learn from the best in the business. Mm. Uh, and that's what I sort of really enjoyed. And I suppose the more games you get under the belt, the better you're going to be and the more experiences you've got to learn from. And in terms of best of the business, who would you uh, sort of rate around uh, the AFL competition as the premier ruckman? Oh, gee, there's a plethora of them at the moment. They're, they're all incredible. Um, Mac, Big Maxi, he's obviously leading the charge. But then you've got Sean Darcy, um, Ron Marshall, who covers the ground really well. Paddy Ryder still jumps incredibly yeah. well. There's a, you can name every, every club's just got an incredible ruckman with really strong assets that are really hard to beat. Oscar, what about growing up? Who was your, your who was who your idol? Who did you base your game on? I loved Dean Cox. The way you could pretty much tell the Oppo Ruckman to put put the runners on and follow me around. Uh, it's a pretty incredible trait. And were you always going to be a Ruckman? We often hear of a Ruckman started off being basketballers or wanted to be something else, but then they grew and, uh, you know, Ruck was the obvious position. Was that always your ambition as a, as a youngster? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was I wasn't overly tall growing up, but I I big size sixteen dinner plate shoes. So I sort of <laughs> always knew within myself that I was going to shoot up or have a look a bit at dorky with these if I didn't grow. So um, in the end, it worked out right because I did grow into my feet. But yeah, so I wasn't always growing up as rock, but I always had it in the back of my mind. Come on. There's got to be a gross dirt coming. <laughs> Otherwise, you look like Pluto with those big feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too right. Well, you're also a noted goal kicker now as well, Oscar. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's just a bonus. Uh, we play a territory brand, and if we can get the ball going forward and somehow get onto one and it slips through, we'll, we'll put the finger up and try and claim it was deliberate. But uh, there's still plenty of room for improvement in that department. 
Well, we did see that one uh, beautifully off the side of the uh, foot against, oh, I think it might have been the Suns, wasn't it? Uh, that snap uh, from about 35 metres out, that would be one of the highlights of the uh, goal-kicking year for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's what we call a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll claim it. Well, actually, we had Ben Hudson on the uh, the show last week, and he said he actually taught you that. <laughs> oh, well, he's good, aren't he? He teaches a lot. He's, he's actually... Um, been an incredible mentor for mine. Um, I've been my ruck coach the whole way through. So um, what a person to learn off. Uh, what a brain. He's incredibly intelligent. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that him as part of our, our setup. Yeah, you need the fans at the Gabba on Sunday afternoon. Oscar, you're taking on Carlton. You really want to get back in the winner's circle. Yeah, yeah. And that, that is a huge asset of ours, the, the fans. Um, when the Gabba's rocking, it just echoes like no other. So it'd be absolutely unbelievable to see a full powers of... Um, Brisbane Lions supporters there making a noise and getting behind us because it gives us uh, true momentum going forward. Well, Oscar, all the best. Hopefully four points for the Lions cement yourself in that top four. You really want that double bite of the cherry, don't you? Top four when it comes to finals time. Yeah, absolutely. It's important, but uh, as boring as it is and bags drums at home, uh, we just got to sort of play it week by week. Now, these are nearly finals as they are with the, mm. the season being so tight. So the next three weeks, we'll sort of be training as a little build-up to our final series. And um, yeah, whatever happens come round 23, we've just got to put it on the dinner plate and go from there and eat it up. Good on you, Oscar. Love having you on the show, mate. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.